In the mighty name of Jesus, I thank you the hand of the Lord is upon me. Father, I thank you for anointing me to pray for the sick, to open the blinded eyes, to, to deliver the captives. Father, I thank you this very night that the Spirit of the Lord is upon me to preach this good news. So, Father, in Jesus' mighty name, we ask for revelation knowledge to come forth unhindered by any force. And, Father, we'll give you all the honor and the glory and the praise for it in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise God. Turn with me to the 15th chapter of the book of St. Matthew. We've been doing a series and going through the Bible and the New Testament and studying Jesus' ministry and the healings, the testimony of healings that took place under his ministry. And we're finding out things that happened and how they got healed under Jesus' ministry. So however they got healed under Jesus' ministry, they can get healed today because he's still got a present-day ministry. Amen? Praise the Lord. Praise God. We found out that out of 19 cases mentioned uh, of healing in, in, under his ministry, in his earthly ministry that was recorded by the Holy Ghost out of these 19 cases, 12 of them mentioned the individual's faith. Their faith was brought up. They, it was brought to, to light that their faith had made them whole and if their faith will make them whole, your faith will make you whole. Amen? Praise the Lord. Uh, Mark... Matthew and Mark both record the incident we'll study about tonight is the Syrophoenician woman's daughter. Uh, she had a demon. And uh, this Syrophoenician uh, woman had come to Jesus. And uh, in Mark's account, let, let me just paraphrase Mark's account and, and bring out a couple of things and then we'll read in Matthew his account. In Mark's account, uh, he doesn't go into details like Matthew did, but he brought out something in his account about this daughter. This Syrophoenician's daughter was a young girl. She was young. So this Syrophoenician came for healing for a young daughter. And when your children are young, and when they're, uh, especially before they know some things in the age of accountability, you've got a right to believe for them like Jairus's little daughter when she lied dead uh, he, it was brought out that she was young that she was at the age of 12 so we've got a right to stand in faith for our children while they're young so you've got an ability from God God doesn't require somebody to uh, do something that they don't know how see praise the Lord uh, he brought out that this woman uh, stood for a little daughter, but he also brought something else out that this woman was a Greek or a Gentile outside of any covenant rights. Outside of any covenant rights. She didn't have any rights at all. She was not a Jew. She was a Syrophoenician. And Mark also brings out that Jesus did not have to be in the presence of this little girl to cast out the devil. He didn't have to be in her presence. All he had to do was speak the word only. How many of you know there's no distance in the spirit? There's no distance there. Blessed be God, and then you don't have to be right in someone's presence. 
A lot of times Jesus would speak the word only and, and their servants would be healed, their little daughters, uh, even demons were cast out even without being in their presence. Praise the Lord. So Matthew, the 20, uh, 15th chapter and the 21st verse. said, Then Jesus went thence and departed into the coast of Tyre and Sidon. And behold, a woman of Canaan came out of the same coast and cried unto him, saying, Have mercy on me, O Lord, thy son of David. My daughter is grievously vexed with the devil. But he answered her not a word. Wouldn't even answer. And his disciples came and besought him, saying, Send her away, for she crieth after us. But he answered and said, I am not sent but unto the lost sheep of the house of Israel. Then came she and worshiped him, saying, Lord, help me. But he answered and said, It is not meet to take the children's bread and cast it to the dogs. And she said, Truth, Lord, yet the dogs eat the crumbs which fall from the master's table. Then Jesus answered and said unto her, O woman, great is thy faith. Be it unto thee, even as thou wilt. And her daughter was made whole from that very hour. Blessed be God. So we see in this account a woman of Canaan, a Syrophoenician woman. She came. She was outside of the covenant rites. She... Uh, was a natural enemy to the Jew because the Jews had conquered the Canaanites when Joshua uh, brought them in. She, by rights, had no, uh, nothing to do with the covenant of, of Israel. By rights, she had no right to even ask for this. And you know, the thing that, that, that amazes me about this story is this woman had been studying. This woman had been studying and she found out about some covenant rights them Jews had and she wanted in on it. Praise God. Hallelujah. So this woman had been studying about covenants and what all that uh, the Jewish covenant contained and, and, and she said, uh, 22nd verse, said, Behold, the woman of Canaan came out of the came out of the same coast and cried unto him, saying, Have mercy on me, O Lord, thy son of David. That's covenant talk. That is covenant talk. That's not just some kind of name that they placed on the Lord. She said, Have mercy on me, thy son of David. She knew about the Davidical covenant she knew about the covenant, what, what the Messiah, when he come, that he would have mercy and that he would be the seed of David, that he would be the son of David, that he would come through that bloodline. And when the Messiah come, one thing that would stand out in his ministry is that he would have mercy, praise God. That he would have mercy, praise God. Praise the name of the Lord. So she knew that in the 27th verse there. You know, he said it's not, 26th verse said, uh, it's not meat to take the children's bread and cast it to the dog. She said, true, Lord. That's true. That's right. I know that I don't have any rights, she said. I know that I don't have any rights, but I know when Messiah comes, he will have mercy. 
Blessed be God. I know that he's going to have mercy. Now, mercy is not pity, folks. Mercy is not pity. See, pity doesn't do anything but pat you on the back and say, well, I sure am sorry. Mercy gets the job done every time. When mercy was involved, you know the song, grace was multiplied and mercy, you know, mercy and, and grace was multiplied. You remember the song about the cross? Well, blessed be God, when Jesus Christ went to the cross, he handled every problem that mankind had and that's called mercy, folks. That's mercy. Blessed be God. Amen? Praise the Lord. So pity doesn't move. Pity does not do anything. It feels sorry for somebody. Well, I sure am sorry you're sick. I sure am, you know, I, I hate it, you know, and I'm sorry that you're broke. I'm sorry you don't have anything. But mercy helps. Mercy moves. Mercy does something. Amen? Praise the name of the Lord. Praise God. Mercy, compassion, kindness, gentleness, those things move. She said, Thou son of David, have mercy upon me. Now, thou son of David, have mercy on me. She knew something about David and him having mercy. She knew something about David and the mercy that he had shown because the Messiah, when he comes, he's going to have this same mercy. Amen? He's going to have this. He's got some of it. He, she said, if I can just get some of your mercy, all I want is some mercy. Mercy will deliver my daughter, praise God. Hallelujah. You know, as she studied and had heard, you know, about uh, uh, David and his uh, dealings with King Saul, and his dealings with King Saul's son, that's where this saying came from, have mercy on me, uh, thy son of David. King Saul had given David the right to stand for the nation and go and fight uh, 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 the giant Goliath. David, the little shepherd boy, went and stood in front of Goliath and took his covenant, took his covenant and said, you uncircumcised Philistine, this day I'm going to get your head, big boy. This day you belong to me. He defeated the giant. And when he defeated the giant, it shocked King Saul. And King Saul... Watch David after that. Everything he done, he had his eye on him. I don't know what that old boy will do next. And the women began to sing of the great victory that they'd had. See, the, the, the giant had stood out there and, and on the side of the mountain and they, as they put the battle in array and cursed them 40 days. A heathen cussing for 40 days. He cussed them so bad, he even went to cussing their king. Said, you ain't servants of the Most High God. You're the servants of Saul. You know, I mean, he put a, a heathen cussing on them. Man, after David defeated them, they were overjoyed. The women began to sing, and they said, Saul has slain his thousands, but David has slain his 10,000. And right then, Saul swole up and got irritated. And he tried to kill David. 
He threw javelins at him. He put contracts out on him. He done everything, sent the soldiers to kill him. But David made a covenant with Saul's son, Jonathan. And he made this covenant with Saul's son, Jonathan. They traded the best things they had. He put the coat of arms upon uh, Jonathan. Saul's son put the coat of arms upon David. David gave him his staff. Blessed be God. And they become knitted together as one, the Bible said. Their souls were put together. And they loved one another from that day forward. And they had a covenant. And, and that covenant said, whatever I have, it belongs to you. And whatever you have, it belongs to me. And nothing that they had was theirs anymore uh, separately but it belonged to them as one Saul and Jonathan went into battle with the Philistines they were both killed and David became king and he put together you know what I call the over the hill gang? A gang of, of, of misfits and made one of the greatest armies the world's ever known. An army that could not be defeated no matter what. One fellow, they put him over a field of peas and he had a, one sword in his hand and, and said he slay 800 Philistines. Said the sword clave to his hand. They had to pry the sword out of his hand. Praise God because the anointing of God was upon him. And David, he became king. He defeated all the nations round about. All of them brought tribute and, and, and paid tribute to, to David and that kingdom. He put Judah and Israel, the two separate kingdoms together. They became one nation. Everything's going fine. Peace round about. All of them honoring the king and his uh, victories. And he brought his servants in one day, said, is any left of the house of Saul that I can show mercy and kindness to? I have a covenant, he said. I made a covenant with Saul's son and it's a covenant of mercy. Said, is any left in the kingdom anywhere? And they searched out one, one servant said, Jonathan had a little son and he's crippled and he's living out in Lodibar taking handouts. He's just living off of some folks down there and David said, bring him to me that I can show him the mercies of Almighty God. Can you say amen, praise God? Oh, this is what this woman was talking about. Have mercy on me, thou son of David. Oh, hallelujah. So they went to find little Mephibosheth and as they found him, they said, the king wants you. And you know, it flashed through his mind and he said, well, my granddaddy tried to kill the king. Many times he sent the army after him, everything. He knows that. Oh, I'm nothing, he'll just slay me. Even when, it, when they brought little Mephibosheth before David, he said, what do you want with me? I'm nothing but a dog. I'm nothing. 
I'm nothing. How many of you know tonight you are something for God? It does not make any difference. Blessed be God where you're at. If you're out in Lodi Bar, wherever you're at, your God knows where you're at, and he's got the sure mercies of David. Hallelujah. So he brought him before him. He didn't even bring up what his granddaddy done, but he brought something up his daddy did. He said, me and your dad done made covenant. Oh, hallelujah, we've made covenant. And part of that covenant, whatever's mine belongs to Jonathan, and you're the seed of Jonathan. He said, you, he told all his uh, 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 servants, and all the soldiers said, I want restored to Mephibosheth, everything that King Saul owned, all his land, all his homes, every bit of his cattle, his mules, everything, restore it unto little Mephibosheth. Give him all of it. And not only that, I'm gonna give you some servants to work it, praise God. And from this day forward, you'll sit at the king's table and you'll eat at the king's table, praise God. Hallelujah. This is what this Phoenician woman was talking about. She said, thy son of David, I'm out in Lodi Bar. I can't help myself. I don't care what it is. I know I'm outside the covenant, but blessed be God, I know that just a crumb, just a crumb of your mercy will get my little daughter set free. And this day I'll come to get some of it. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Praise be unto God. This Syrophoenician woman, she came and she's saying, thou son of David, you are the Messiah, the seed of David. You've got something. What have you got? Mercy. How many of you know mercy moves? Mercy, mercy gets the job done, folks. Mercy, mercy, mercy. Mercy got little Mephibosheth out of taking out handouts. Blessed be God over into the king's counter. Hallelujah. He got to sit at the king's table. He got the king's provisions. He got everything restored to him. I'm telling you right now, no matter what the locust is eating up, no matter what you've lost, blessed be God, we've got a king and he his name is the son of David and he still got the same mercies that was shown by his ancestor David, praise God. Can you say amen, somebody? Hallelujah. Satan may have robbed you, may have stole your healing, may have stole your finances, may have stole your family, blessed be God, but our God, if you'll stand on the word of the living God and won't give up like this woman did, blessed be God, she wouldn't give up. She said, I don't care if it is the children's bread, I'm gonna get me a crumb, praise God. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. He said, I know I don't deserve it. True, Lord, I don't deserve it. Uh, neither did Mephibosheth. <laughs> His granddaddy tried to kill the king. Oh, we ought to throw little Mephibosheth, just put them all, let's put them under the jail. Let's get rid of all of them where we want. You know, bless God, 
uh, uh, find out where, where Saul is buried. Find out where all the whole family is and pour lime on them and where nothing will get escape. Praise God. Amen. That's the way a lot of folks feel, but that's not the way your God feels. No matter what kind of sins you've done, I don't care if you was an adulterer, if you was a prostitute, if you was a dope addict, I don't care if you was a thief, whatever it was, if you was a liar, blessed be God, your God has got the mercy to set that right and restore your rightful blessings. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Look back in the 12th chapter there of Matthew, 22nd verse. Twelfth chapter, 22nd verse. It said, Then was brought unto him one possessed with a devil, blind, he had a devil, he is blind and he is dumb, and he healed him insomuch that the blind and the dumb both spake and saw. And all the people were amazed and said, Is not this the son of David? Is not this the son of David? Is not this the son of David? Hallelujah. David has some mercy, praise God. No matter what, blessed be God. Your God's got, a, got plenty of mercy for you. Phillips translates that verse. I like his translation. See, folks, you know, the, the Jews were sitting around looking for the son of David to come. They was looking for him. I mean, they was looking for him. And then when Jesus showed up doing these things, Phillips translates that, said, the whole crowd went wild with excitement. And people kept saying, can this be the son of David? Hallelujah. Can this be him? Can this be him that opened the blinded eyes? Is this, can this be him casting out devils? Can this be him that opened the dumb and uh, caused them to speak? Can this be the son of David with all the mercies of David? Hallelujah. Cotton Patch translates that verse. Said, isn't this our man? Ain't this our man? Hallelujah. Jesus is our main man. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Praise God. He is saying, is this the Messiah? Is this the seed of David who will show mercy and heal and set us free? Is this him? Is this, can this be him? Can this be him that's going to show these mercies of David? Can this be him that's come to this nation that's oppressed? Can this be him that's oppressed by the Roman government that's under, under their domination? Can this be him? Blessed be God. This must be the son of David because he's showing the great mercies of Almighty God. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Praise God. You know, in Matthew... The ninth chapter, the 27th verse, two blind men came to Jesus and said, Thou son of David, thou son of David, have mercy on us. You know what mercy done? Mercy got their eyes open. Hallelujah. Mercy got their eyes open, got them healed. Uh, there was a man came about his son in the 17th chapter of Matthew, you know, and he said, My son is vexed, have mercy upon us. Blessed be God. And his son was healed. This Syrophoenician woman, she said, please, please give me some mercy 
Oh, even though I don't deserve it. Look there in uh, Matthew 15, 22. It said, Behold, a woman of Canaan came uh, out of the same coast and cried unto him, saying, Have mercy on me, O Lord, thy son of David. My daughter is grievously vexed with a devil. Come and have some mercy on me, she said. Uh, in the... Uh, 27th verse. He had told her that, that, that she was outside the covenant. Anybody that was outside their religious beliefs, they considered them to be what we call a, a dog or a Gentile. They was outside the covenant. They didn't have any covenant rights. She did not have, have any rights. He told her this is the children's bread. She said, true, Lord, I know that, but I know about mercy. I know about mercy, she said. I know something about mercy. Mercy don't turn anybody down. Mercy doesn't turn anybody down. Hallelujah. No matter what your problem is, you know a lot of times we that teach faith and how to believe God, a lot of times we put all the pressure on ourselves. We gotta believe this and we gotta say it this right. We gotta do, I'm telling you right now, I don't care how old you get in the Lord, you can still cry out for mercy, hallelujah. And mercy still gets the job done. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Well, turn with me back to Isaiah 55. Have you got your shouting clothes on? Isaiah 55. He says, ho. That ain't ho, 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 neither. That's ho. Ho, everyone that thirsteth. Now listen close to him, what he's saying, folks. Everyone that thirsteth, come ye to the waters. And he that hath no money, come ye, buy and eat. Well, how are you going to come buy something without money? Now, this how are you going to do that? Well, I, I don't have enough money, Brother Sullivan. I, I can't buy, uh, you know, food for my children. I can't buy, you know, milk. I can't buy these things. Listen to him. Everyone that thirsts, come ye to the waters. And he that hath no money, come ye, buy and eat. Yea, come buy wine and milk without money and without price. Without money and without price. Wherefore do you spend money for that which is not bread and your labor for that which satisfieth not? Hearken diligently unto me and eat ye that which is good and let your soul delight itself in fatness. Now listen to this. Incline your ear and come unto me. Hear and your soul shall live, and I will make an everlasting covenant. Say everlasting covenant. With you, even the sure mercies of David. Hallelujah. Now listen to me. Listen to me what I'm saying. He said, listen, this mercy deal, there's one coming, the Messiah, the seed of David. Oh, he'll be the one that'll make an everlasting covenant and mercy will be part of your covenant rights. Hallelujah. It'll belong to you. It's not just some kind of a free gift. It's just not having pity. 
it's getting the job done, if it's blinded eyes, if it's where you have, have nothing to eat and you don't have no money, you've got a Savior. His name is Jesus of Nazareth, the great Messiah. He said, I'll make you a covenant and you'll have the sure mercies of David. Hallelujah. He said, come eat at the king's table. Slide your feet under the king's table. Hallelujah. Said an everlasting covenant. Everlasting covenant. Hallelujah. Now, when you get born again, you've got an everlasting covenant. Now, you deserve the sure mercies of David. They're part of your covenant. That belongs to you. How many of you remember over in Hebrews 4.16? He said, come boldly to the throne of grace and obtain mercy and find grace in the time of need. Come get some of this mercy. It's yours. Come boldly in. Man, you don't have to come in bawling, squalling, hooping and hollering to get this. You just stand on your covenant rights and receive the sure mercies of David. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Praise God. He said in Hebrews 2.17, said that Jesus would be a faithful and merciful high priest. He's talking about this mercy stuff. This mercy, this mercy will get something done. Not some of this mercy that feels sorry for somebody, but this mercy which will get the job done every time. Hallelujah. Turn with me to Acts, the 13th chapter. Thirteenth chapter and the thirty second verse. He said, And we declare unto you glad tidings. Word glad tidings, same word they use for gospel. I declare unto you the gospel. The glad tidings. How that the promise which was made unto the fathers, see, unto the fathers, God has fulfilled the same unto us, their children in that he hath raised up Jesus again. See, he's talking about as the, after the resurrection, we've got a new covenant. We've got something ratified in the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. He said he has raised up Jesus again as it is also written in the second Psalm, thou art my son, this day have I begotten thee. And as concerning that he raised him up from the dead, now, no more to, to return to corruption. He saith on this wise, I will give you the sure mercies of David. Hallelujah. Blessed be God. When he raised Jesus Christ from the dead, he set something down to your account. He set something down to your account, and it's called the sure mercies of David. No matter where you're at with the Lord, if you need mercy, blessed be God, it's yours. If you need healing, it's yours. If you need deliverance, it's yours. Whatever you find in this everlasting covenant, blessed be God, it now is yours. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. He said, I'll show you the sure mercies, the sure mercies of David. Praise the Lord. Turn over to Hebrews, the fourth chapter, and the 16th verse. Let's just read that.
Hebrews 4 and 16. He said, let us therefore come boldly unto the throne of grace. How come we come into the throne of grace? That we may obtain mercy. That we can get some of this mercy. See, mercy isn't pity. Mercy isn't feeling sorry for somebody. Mercy, when a man stands on his covenant right, he's got some of the sure mercies of David. Hallelujah. Can you say amen tonight? Praise the Lord. Let us come boldly under the throne of grace that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help, to help in a time of need. When you need help in a time of need, you've got the sure mercies of David. Do you understand that? No matter what it is, no matter what it is. Well, I don't know, I'm down sick and you know, I can't believe, you know, it's hard for me to believe. How many of you can believe that your God is still merciful? Hallelujah. He's more merciful, your king is, than David was. And David took a little son, the grandson of the man that tried to murder him. That man, blessed be God, sent the armies after him. He tried to do away with him. But David said, I've got the mercy and kindness and I'm going to show it to his grandson. Hallelujah. Praise God. All because of a covenant he made with Jonathan. Well, how many of you know your God made a covenant with the Lord Jesus Christ? And on that cross, the Son of Man was lifted up and the Son of God, and they cut covenant on that cross and the blood of God flowed that day and there was an everlasting covenant cut and part of that everlasting covenant, a part of its benefits is the sure mercies of David. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Come boldly to the throne of grace and obtain, obtain what? Mercy. Obtain mercy. Obtaining, it's yours. Praise the Lord. Praise God. We was in a camp meeting one time and one of the main speakers, he was so busy and, he, and toothache come on him, oh man, his jaw was swollen up. He said, I'll tell you, I'll just be honest with you. I couldn't just make connections with God. I just couldn't, you know, and I knew he knew faith. He knew how to believe God. He said, I just couldn't make connections. Said, said, last night, though, said, I got on my knees and cried out for mercy. Blessed be God, and my healing came. Hallelujah. That's part of your covenant rights. See, sometimes we, you know, we, 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 we put all the pressure over on you. You got to believe this, you got to believe that, and thank God we need to believe. But we need to have faith in the mercy of our God, too. Hallelujah. Turn back to Matthew 15. Matthew, the 15th chapter, 22nd verse. Last part of it, she said, Have mercy on me, thou son of David. My daughter is grievously vexed with the devil. Have mercy on me. Have mercy on me, thou son of David. 23rd verse. Everybody needs to read that. Jesus said, But he answered her not a word. Now, let me tell you something. Now, when you, you know, you come, what if you went to the doctor and he he just sat there and looked at you and you'd asked him questions. He just turned around and walked off. Huh? You know, that discouraged most folks if he wouldn't even answer them. Amen? That discouraged most folks. He said he answered her not a word. See? She knew what the covenant was. 
She knew that she was outside the covenant, but she knew also what mercy would do, that mercy would give her something, praise God. No matter if you're out in Lodi Bar tonight, if you need mercy, your God has got it available. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. 28th verse. Said that Jesus answered and said unto her, she wouldn't give up. She wasn't fixing to give up. He said, O oh, oh, oh woman, great is thy faith. Be it unto you even as you will. Amen. Praise God. Look in that 26th verse. But he answered and said, It's not meat to take the children's bread. How many of you know healing and deliverance is the children's bread? How many of you are a child of God? If you're a child of God, you got some rights there. Hallelujah. Praise God. He, she, he is telling her this mercy belongs to the children. Thy son of mercy, uh, thy son of David, have mercy on him. This belongs to the children. Hallelujah. But how many of you know this mercy will spill over on a sinner and a heathen and one outside the covenant too? Praise God. Praise the name of the Lord. Praise God. At 28th verse, he said, And Jesus answered and said unto her, O woman, great is thy faith. Great is thy faith. Great is thy faith. What was so great about it? Because she said just a crumb of mercy will get my daughter delivered. She wouldn't give up. You know, a lot of people have been discouraged if he didn't answer, but he wanted to get her located. Get her located. Get her located. Praise God. Cotton Patch translates that verse. You don't hear what Cotton Patch said? King James said, O woman, great is thy faith. Cotton Patch said, Mama, you got a lot of faith. <laughs> Mama, you got a lot of faith. You know, I can hear my Lord say that. Mama, you got a lot of faith. Sounds just like R.W. Schambach when he said it. <laughs> I've heard the R.W. Schambach say the same thing. Come here, little mama. Hallelujah. Praise God. Well, do you have faith in Jesus' mercy? Do you have faith in the mercy of God? The sure mercies of David, they're in our covenant. The sure mercies of David, God has made an everlasting covenant with his people, even the sure mercies of David. This Syrophoenician woman cried out, said, Thou son of David, have mercy on me. Blessed be God. How many of you know he had mercy on her? Amen. Praise God. Praise be unto God. So we see in this, see in this uh, uh, account here that mercy drops fell round about her. Amen. And she was delivered. Praise God. Praise God. God wants you to know about the mercies of God. And uh, you know, a lot of times we'll read uh, an account like this, have mercy on me and think, well, she just squalling, trying to get something, some kind of free handout. This ain't a free handout. How many of you know that your Lord died and the blood of God was spilled to guarantee you the mercies of Almighty God? The sure mercies of God have been paid for. They're your covenant rights. They belong unto you now. Praise God. Hallelujah. Well, hallelujah. Stand on your feet.